Well, thanks everyone for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR, Naylor Taliaferro, and I am here live in Tampa, Florida at the Hype House, the inaugural green industry Hype House. And I have here on my patio <laughs> to my room, Sean Spencer with Spencer Lawn Care. How's it going? Going great, man. Glad to be here. Beautiful weather. You know, it doesn't get much better right now. We're from Ohio, so it's there's snow <laughs> yeah. on the ground. So coming down here and seeing the beach and 80 degrees, you can't get much better and seeing that shiny ball in the sky. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. But Paul's been 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 having lots of jokes, you know, like, here's the sun, guys. <laughs> That's what the sun looks like. You see that up there? That's the sun, you know, like. <laughs> it, it's very true from the Midwest, man. I mean, phew. December, January, February, it just kind of goes behind the clouds and yeah. those vitamin D or whatever it is levels, they really drop off. So, yeah. And I, you know, I'm from New York originally, the state of New York, not New York city, but not too far off of New York city. And it's the exact same thing. That's why, that's why we want to move further South because, you know, my wife and I, we've always been outdoor people and we always wanted to be outdoors more than like once in a while, you know, and, and, and the, up north in New York, it's like you kind of have just two seasons. You've got hot and cold, summer, winter. There's not a whole lot of transition in between. And it's like, geez, you know, and and we and the cold is cold. It's cloudy. It's kind of a miserable feeling. You know, nothing against New York. I mean, we're New Yorkers through and through. But from a nature and wanting to be outdoors perspective, it's just not the happiest time in the winter. So we, we wanted to move further south. So we're, we are now in, in central Virginia where we see the sun quite often. We, yeah. we know exactly what that yellow ball in the sky is. <laughs> the sun always seems to find a way to come out, you know, every day, at least for like, you know, a minute or two, if not the whole day uh, in, in Virginia. So I, I, I can empathize with you, but at the same time, um, I can, I understand where Paul's coming from too. And in, in Atlanta with all that sun, but it's not seventies. It's, it's still cold in Virginia, but we, we got a lot of sun. <laughs> we were driving in coming across the bridge yesterday and I said, Savannah, why do we put ourselves to this? You know, like <laughs> th these people are swimming in the ocean right now, yeah. fishing in the ocean. And we're up home, literally freezing to work. Now, don't get me wrong. We love Ohio where we're from and right. we love the snow for a while. It is, uh, what brings income in during the winter. So, uh, that's always a great thing, but I'll tell you what, man, there's nothing like that sun in the sky and just warm sand going through your toes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, now do you guys normally go on, on vacations like that? Like in the summer? No. Uh, well, or, I mean, not, not in the summer. I mean, in, in the winter for like a summer environment. Yeah. Well, not winter. This is the first time I've ever stepped away from my business. Uh, and this is coming up on our 10 year anniversary. So first time ever I've stepped away in the winter, uh, Typically in the summertime, we will, once we hit that drought period, we'll take a week and hit up like Myrtle or Florida. You know, we did Miami last or two years ago. Uh, so yeah, we'll take something when we get into that dry period when, you know, grass, it, it grows slow. So it's not like if it rains, you know, the next day it's going to be a foot tall. You know, you got, right. you got a few <laughs> right. days there to make up for it. It's not like right. snow. We're right below the snow belt in Ohio. Uh, so it could literally snow at any moment. So I had to put people in place and things in place to allow us to be able to get away for this week. So, yeah. Cause I remember you were, you were saying that, you know, you weren't sure if you were going to be able to come because it all depended on the weather, but it seems like you guys in Illinois are just getting, you know, the Chicago area also is just getting pounded with snow constantly. So it's a good year in that respect, but definitely like making heard, up for last year. Yeah. But I've heard so many people say once you're in snow, you're kind of like you're trapped to snow. Like, you know, you're, you're, I don't know what the right word is, but you're, you know, like 
snow, the snow kind of owns you, you know, you can't really go too far away, you know, it's so unpredictable, yeah. especially where we're at right below Lake Erie. Uh, you know, we're not considered the snow belt. I don't believe where we're at. Uh, but we get, if the wind direction just shifts a little bit South, it's coming. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I want to definitely dig in a little bit into your snow services, uh, later on into the episode, but I wanted to kind of get everyone caught up to speed for any listeners that have never heard of Sean Spencer or, or Savannah Spencer or the Spencer Spencer's in general, Spencer lawn care, any of that. Um, I would just want to get them all caught up to speed because you definitely have, um, you definitely ha- have an original backstory with the community and the industry. You know, what, h- how long ago was it that you started your business and then also um, YouTube? Okay. So we got to rewind 10 years, 2011. Wow. Uh, yeah. You know, and if you think back then the economy wasn't going real well, uh, jobs were hard to find. And uh, I left one job and I just kind of decided at that point, it was actually right around Christmas time. Uh, that I was going to start Spencer Lawn Care. I had thought about it numerous times, like most people do about anything. And uh, I finally just said, you know what, this is it. This is what I want to do. I actually told Savannah, you know, they call her TQ, Trimmer Queen. (laughs) I told her, I said, I need five years to to make this thing successful. I said, if it's not successful in five years, I'll go back to college, you know, I'll move on and, you know, a different career choice, whatever. I need five years. And she was like, you know what, what do we got to lose? You know, things weren't going real well at that time period. Um, Jobs were uh, hard to find, like I said. So made that choice and uh, started, I guess, building up our our resume for what we were going to attack in the springtime. So we kind of had three months there with the winter and just really preparing ourselves to launch Spencer Lawn Care, which wasn't anything special. It was literally me with a push mower. And, uh, it was a Boland's push mower and I had a, I had a craftsman garden tractor. Yeah. I chose not to use it right off the rip just cause I didn't want to destroy it. I just figured, you know, I'll, I'll get 10 lawns, small $40 cuts, you know, and I can make 400 bucks a week, you know, and very green, didn't know the internals, you know, like a lot of folks and, uh, we jumped into it, but we were able to push it out pretty good the first year. And I think we finished out the season with like 12 or 13 customers. Uh, but it, it gave me enough taste that I knew, hey, uh, we can turn this into something. So I, I realized quickly that push mowing wasn't going to work for our area. Uh, we get a lot of tall fescue and that stuff will grow, you know, six inches, eight inches in a week, uh, especially yeah. in the spring. So that's no fun. So I went to the garden tractor for a little bit and then realized after one season I had to up it a little bit. So I took like four grand and went and bought a Toro time cutter and beat that thing for three years. And then I think second year I had it might've been first year. I don't remember. It's been so long ago, 2013, 14. Uh, I decided I came across a, a couple of people posting videos about like mowing, push mowing and stuff, Greg Chisholm. Uh, and I don't remember the other names, but uh, I was like, you know what? You know, my business is really green. Everybody at that point that was on there kind of seemed like established. Uh, I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to show them, my side of it from, you know, nothing pretty much. Uh, so I said, if people want to watch it, they'll watch it. If they don't, they'll see me struggle or fail. And honestly, it was like an internal motivator for myself because then I could look back, see the progress, see where I was making mistakes. And there were plenty of mistakes, but, uh, we learned from them. And then 2016 is when we seen our, our first real growth, uh, and and growth for your business or YouTube. Well, no, for, I, I wouldn't say YouTube. Uh, I took a year or two off there off and on a couple of times. I just, it was just a hobby. 
Right. Uh, you know how it was back then. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't cool to be in lawn care. It wasn't, <laughs> right. you know, it wasn't any of that. It wasn't flashy yeah. or anything. It was a labor of love, just straight up hobby. Like you said, like yeah. who are these weirdos with cameras and mowers and stuff? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we got all those looks and weird, you know, comment stuff. I'm t asking customers, you know, Hey, I, I have a social media. It helps my business. Uh, you know, I can post this to my website and show people, do you mind if I film on your lot? And a lot of people are like, yeah, go ahead, whatever. You know, we got some no's, but, uh, just respectful to our customers. But, uh, 2016, we really took off when we decided, uh, basically I'd saved up like 20 grand through that year, 2015 going into 16. And, uh, I, I told Savannah, I said, look, I got to get commercial grade equipment. It's just taking me too long. You know, we're mowing five, six days a week with a Toro time cutter, which was a full mowing work schedule. And this was with an employee at the time. Uh, and I just knew I had to get faster. I knew there was a, a way to get faster. It was just really, I'm a family man. I had two kids, uh, mortgage, car payments, just like everybody else. And I'm like, you know, to take this money going into winter out of our savings, I'm taking a big hit. And I didn't want to finance it. So, uh, ended up just going in and buying it outright a skag cheetah it was like eleven thousand twelve thousand somewhere around there and that was big and, but what, going, what size deck was it it was a 60 wow. 60 37 vanguard uh big mower you yeah. know if going from a take everything you could you could take on anything with that yeah yeah exactly going from a 24 horsepower kawasaki to that thing uh you know was it was mind-blowing honestly when we started the season pretty much with just a little bit more than we finished off the year before I was mowing and getting done in three days. And that that's actually on a video a long, long time ago. I'm sitting there and I said, you know, I, I, I didn't understand how fast it was going to make us, but I mean, with that mower, you're going from mowing six to seven miles an hour to now mowing 11, 12 miles an hour. They potentially can go like 14, 15, uh, not really you don't really want to mow that <laughs> right, fast, but right. yeah. But anyways, you're literally doubling your speed. So productivity went through the roof, you know, mowing five, six days to, you know, maybe a three day work schedule. I'm like, look, we got to get a lot more lawns. Yeah. So I started ramping it up, you know, employees would come and go, you know, some would stick out a whole season. You know how it is. Uh, right. Uh, the economy started getting better around that time period, which made it really hard to find employees. Uh, in 2018, uh, the, the YouTube started doing really well, started, started picking up, but I was also taking it more serious at that point. Uh, I started seeing companies were interested. Uh, it was becoming more mainstream, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I like to look at it uh, from a standpoint that, you know, it was a frowned upon community of people in a, and, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for in a, uh, a job, that is kind of like downgraded a little bit, you know, it's kind of like, Oh, that guy's a trash man. And I'm right. not knocking that person right. whatsoever. These guys are landscapers, exactly. lawn guys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we, uh, collectively, you know, the community decided, you know, we're way better than that. We, we we're, were getting a bad rap. Yeah. yeah you get a bad yeah, rap. Yeah. yeah. Not everybody is like that. Right. You know? Not, are there's, are they out there in every business? Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't matter. That could be a restaurant. It could be a gas station, but there's bad business owners. And then there's really good business owners that take pride in what they do. And that's what we started really showcasing in the community. As you can see now, there's great groups of guys and gals that, you know, that, uh, very smart, very influential, uh, professional, professional. Yeah. Clean cut, clean trucks. You know, we've, we've turned it into something now that, 
you know, folks are like, you know, we can be proud to be in this. Like my daughter, uh, she goes to school, you know, she's not afraid to tell her friends, you know, my parents do lawn care, landscaping, snow removal. Now I will say, uh, my daughter's in middle school and all of her friends know we do social media, which is cool. But uh, they, they started calling me the grass man. <laughs> oh, so she come last, <laughs> last year, or the year before, like 2019, 20, uh, she comes out, hops in the truck and she's, she's giggling, you know, and I'm like, what are you giggling about? And you know, she's like seventh grade. And she's like, you know what my friends all call you. Right. And I'm like, no, I have no idea. She's like, they call you the grass man. I'm like, okay. You know, and she doesn't really know about any of that stuff. But I I told her, I said, well, by the time you get to high school, we're going to have to, we're going to have to change that nickname because it's just not a good nickname going into high school that could have a whole different meaning. Uh, so that was really funny, but right. Yeah. Just a little backstory, <laughs> but yeah, 2018. So but you were saying you got a little, you started to YouTube more serious. What did that mean? Like posting more regularly, posting different types of content? Yeah. Yeah. And honestly it changed a lot because we had an employee who started off with that year uh, go figure. I had a big mulch job to get done. And I, and like I told him all week, I'm like, look, Saturday, we got to get this job done. Okay. 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 Well, sure enough, Friday night about midnight, he texts me and quit. Uh, and I kind of had the feeling it was coming. Uh, not going to talk bad about the employee whatsoever. Uh, but you know, you just have those feelings when things aren't right. the same as they were the last year. He worked for me for two years, uh, and things had just changed. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and you know, it's whatever, it, you know, we're in a field here where people come and go sometimes or, or they're just looking for, to get on to the next thing or start their own business. They just want to learn some, uh, but yeah, it, so anyways, uh, hard to find employees, 2018 okay. economy's doing great, phenomenal. And we're reaping those rewards in the lawn care industry, the landscaping industry, snow removal, uh, and it, just having a hard time finding, we were looking into uh, some like uh, man cam programs and temporary hires and this and that. And it just, it wasn't working out. You know, the, the quality employee uh, that we were looking for and that, you know, I was running that operation out of my house. So I didn't want just anybody or a different person showing up every other day uh, through a temp agency. So uh, Savannah, actually, she could tell, like I told her, I'm like, you know, I don't know if I can keep doing this. I know I can't do it by myself. Mm. You know, we've set this thing now to where at that time, I think we were doing right around like 60 accounts a week. And she's like, well, why don't I just come work with you? And she has her, she had, at that moment, she had her own cleaning business also for years and years. And, uh, I'm like, okay, you know, that's fine. You know, we're thinking originally she comes on for two weeks, maybe a month until a new hire gets in. And, uh, she came out and I mean, dude, just a natural picked it up. Like, I mean, the, the quickest employee I've ever had, and maybe that just has to do with, she's my wife and I taught her different, total different way, uh, and taught her how I would do it. And she really just like a sponge disabsorbed it. And, uh, you know, she started instantly like a month in, like, I like doing this. I like being outside. I'm getting suntan. Yeah, I'm dirty, but this, I, I feel like this is more of my calling than like her cleaning business. She, we had her own massage studio back in the day with a tanning salon, uh, and, and just a, a lot of different careers throughout her life. She's like, I really like this. And her dad, if you met her dad, Ron, uh, he's very big in the outdoors. Now he's a Mason. Uh, but to stay on track, he loves the outdoors, loves plants. I mean, you go to his house, it's laid out every year, all different kind of plants, crazy, uh, flowers and everything. So she 
naturally inherited that. Yeah. It's in her blood. Yeah. Yeah. So her coming out and getting a taste of it was like, you know what? It's a lot better to be outside. And yeah. we have the best office out of anybody. <laughs> right. And that comes with its pros and cons. Obviously, yeah. you know, on the hot days when it's a hundred degrees and humidity's through the roof and you're sweating and you're like, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah. 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 And it's raining, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> the good days outweigh the bad days. Yeah. At least that's what we hope for. <laughs> for sure. And, uh, yeah. So 2018, man, she came on board and I'll tell you what, it was the best decision single-handedly. It, it was like a hidden blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. Uh, we moved on from employee at that point. She came on and man, when she came on, the, the social media was starting to do really well that year. And when she came on board, it was like throwing jet fuel into an airplane. Like it just, I mean, I don't know if that's a good term to use, but <laughs> it, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah it was like throwing it, gasoline on a fire. Yeah. It, it was just, just boom. It blew, blew up. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah. And people, nobody had done it, you know, really at that point, I don't believe that, that I was aware of, you know, a husband, husband and wife. wife duo. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I can remember Paul even just calling and be like, Sean, you're on to something like, dude, don't don't yeah. abandon this. And I'm like, no, I have no plan in, in, in abandoning it. Yeah. You know, he's like, no, he's like, keep, keep stoking the fire. You know, like you guys are on to something special. And man, that year, it just, it, it took us both by surprise. And, you know, we're just normal people, you know, husband and wife, we have our issues, you know, like everybody. And, uh, it w- it was one of those years where things, you know, weren't all peaches and cream and it, right. it helped out a lot, you know, helped wrinkle out, you know, smooth out some wrinkles and, uh, man, I'll tell you what, it's just been a roller coaster, you know, with COVID and everything ever since. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, how did she feel like, um, was it natural kind of like the lawn care where she was with you anyway, doing the work and you were like, Hey, you want to be on video? Like, was it kind of like funny, just having fun at first. And and then it became like an actual, like part of the routine or, you know what I mean? Like not everyone wants to be on camera. A lot of wives or spouses are like, oh, I'm good or whatever. And maybe it takes a while or they never want to be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, everybody, even myself, when I first decided to, uh, you have that, I guess, unsureness, you know, or not comfortability, you know, being in front of a camera and not, you're not being comfortable. Uh, so yeah, she was uncomfortable at first. She's kind of like, yeah, you just do your thing. You know, I'll be over here. <laughs> right, right. And uh, I slowly but surely just kind of like kept kept poking her yeah, here and yeah, there, you know, come on, come on, come on, little cameos in there. Yeah, and people would see her and they'd be like, Hey, get, get some man on there, get some man on there. Well, then she started, you know, getting more comfortable with it. And then, you know, naturally she just understood like, Hey, you know, these are just folks that want to watch what we're doing our life, uh, you know, and how we're growing our business. And she would read the comments. People were very supportive, like, Hey, you know, keep at it. It'll get faster. And you can watch the videos. It's all documented. You know, 2018, she was not fast at trimming, but she was good at going slow doing it. And I told her, I said, look, she was keep- accurate, but slow, but at least she was accurate. The speed comes in time. Exactly. Exactly. And I kept telling her, cause she's sitting there, you know, watching guys, you know, fly through it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Flip edge and just walking yeah. at a natural speed. And she's like, I want to be that. And I'm like, well, just keep working at it. And yeah. before you know it, you know, you got to crawl before you can walk and then <laughs> right. you got to walk before you can run. Right. And now she's deemed pretty much the best female trimmer in the world. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> Not, I'm, I'm sorry. She got the trimmer queen. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, name from, because she just was, got to that point where she was just banging it out. And everyone's like, dang, she's really good. Yeah. 2019, the second year she was out there with me. So she started in 2018, like, uh, thinking back, man, probably, I'd say like May or June. So she didn't have a full season under maybe even June or July. 
Uh, so the next year coming into it, it was a full season. So she was like, you know, she was ready to go. So 2019, she came out of the gates and she was, she was ready, man. She attacked it full head of steam. And, uh, like maybe like two months into the season, uh, I don't remember the name of the gentleman. I wish I did, but he came on and he's like, you got to start calling her trimmer queen. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, I didn't take it serious at first. Right. And, and, and like instantly had like a hundred likes his comment. And we're like, maybe he's on to something here, you know, you know, trimmer queen. Yeah. But so I started calling her trimmer queen in the video. What's right. up trimmer queen. Yep. Yeah. And it was just more or less a joke <laughs> yeah. at first, you know, like, Oh, she's a trimmer queen, you know, or whatever. Right. Here comes the trimmer queen again, whatever. Right. And, uh, so then naturally I turned that just into TQ. I just started calling it cause it was annoying to me to keep calling her trimmer queen. <laughs> trimmer queen. Trimmer queen. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> like, all right, what's up TQ? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I just started saying TQ to her. And, uh, so our newer subscribers, you know, they always ask what's TQ stand for. Yeah. So I have to naturally every, you know, few videos or a week or so fill the new subscribers yeah. in. Uh, but yeah, man, 2018 to now 2021, it has been a ride. I mean, a ride. Yeah. It sounds like it. I, I remember, and it, it, it sounds like this is, you know, it's been kind of, everything's tied in, you know, your business, YouTube, you know, um, your, your spouse, you know, helping out with your business and then, you know, also YouTube and it's just, you know, and I've seen your, your kids be involved a lot recently yep. as well. I mean, they're older back when you first started, I don't think they were ever on camera cause they're practically babies, I guess at that point. But I yep. remember you referring to them and talking to them. I mean, I watched your videos, you know, right in the very early days, you know, there's geek to freak and there's a handful of others such as yourself. That was kind of like that initial wave of what I would call community, right? Because there was the, there was the lawn care nut, you know, Alan, who, who lives uh, not too far from here that we're going to meet up with tomorrow. Um, and then there's also the lawn care millionaire, Jonathan. I mean, he's really the OOG because he was just making educational videos like in 2013 when no one even thought that was a thing. You know, I think I think I remember Greg referring to that. Like he's like, yeah, no one else had any kind of videos other than like instructional, like, you know, lawn care millionaire. And, you know, he didn't refer didn't point that name out, but that's what he was referring to. And, you know, so there was those guys. But then it was like you and Greg and, you know, a, a few others that have come and gone. Um that started like that actual community feel. And I remember I was just like captivated watching you guys. And I just stumbled upon you. I stumbled upon Greg, uh, when, when I was researching for my business and when I was doing research, you know, when you're Googling stuff, if there's a video, it's going to pop up. So of course at that time, geek to freak was just a thing, I guess it was just really trending. And, and his videos popped up on like trimming pampas grass was the first video that I ever found. And I was like, all right, let me, and I actually legitimately wanted to learn. Mm -hmm. But then I realized that it was like a thing. Like he was, I'm like, oh, he's got like, people are commenting on here. He's got other videos. Like, you know, back then, like, and even still today, you'll stumble upon a video from like someone up uploaded like five years ago and that was it. And it maybe got like hundreds of thousands of views, like some sort of instructional thing or this crazy thing broke and it's how I fixed it. And then like, they never, like they just forgot all about it. It's not like they were trying to make a YouTube channel or anything. They just, for whatever reason, uploaded this video that has a lot of people have watched and may have helped them in some way, but they, they, they're not um, active. So uh, that happens a lot. But, but I remember seeing that hit, he was active and I was like, wow. And then I, you know, you have the recommendations on the side and you pop up and, and, uh, 
Keith Kalfas popped up mm-hmm. and, you know, Lawn Care Millionaire, all, all the, whoever was in that algorithm at that point putting content out was there. And so, of course, I started watching you and everybody else and I got it, made a YouTube account so that I can like subscribe and comment and like and kind of follow along and be part of the community while I'm learning and trying to start my business. Cause like literally that was the year that I went full time from part time. I was part time one year, went full time. Um, that year. And so it all kind of happened for me at all at the same time. Like I was going full time learning over the winter, like this time of year mm-hmm. uh, in, in February learning so I could hit the ground running in the spring and stumble upon the very beginning stages of this community. And you were one of the founding fathers of that community. And I remember with like one of the first videos I remember watching, you were like sitting in the parking lot of a commercial property and you were talking about how, um, you know, you get a check from like upfront or something from this commercial property or whatever, you got like a large check from them, but you have to be disciplined to not go and like spend it all. Like you're yeah. like, Oh man, you know, I got all this money. I could just go buy all this stuff. It's like, no, that money has got to be budgeted in and last you through whatever. And, and you kind of had this whole thing about it. And, and that was a very um, educational moment for me and, and, and for everyone else that was watching. But so everyone kind of has their first, like, Oh, what was the first video that you watched and you watched, and you watched. So that's, that's my, that's my connection, you know, and you had your Toro time cutter at that point too. And, and to see your evolution and I created a channel within that same year, probably towards the end. And I, and I wanted to share kind of my early beginnings too. And, you know, my rookie mistakes and all that and name my channel lawn care rookie and try to be part of that community. And was like kind of the end of that first wave with the B and B lawn care and everybody else that kind of hopped on, you know, Seth, the lawn surgeon top notch was kind of before us, uh, kind of in between you guys and, and, and us. And it all just became this huge budding community. I'm going down memory lane. Yeah. Pointing all yes. this out. Like, I yeah, know. I can remember that. I yeah. Remember it, it, yeah. Yeah. And then I remember like finding out uh, some random video. I was like, does Seth live by me? I'm like, that That looks familiar. He lives in Richmond, I think. Like, I don't live in Richmond. I live on the outskirts, but he like lives almost in the city of Richmond, which is like on the other side. So it takes like 30 minutes to get from his house to mine or whatever because of all the traffic and getting around the city. But I just remember like stumbling upon that. And then we, we met for the first time at the GIE. Mm-hmm. I met Seth in person after we had talked a couple times on, on you Such know, a great social guy. media. Yeah. And I'm like, are you in Richmond? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm in Midlothian. He's like, oh, cool. And, and then we meet, we go to Louisville, Kentucky to actually meet in person, you know, but, you know, so, you know, fast forward many years later, you know, we, we see each other all the time and get together for different things, but it's just crazy how social media and, and uh, how crazy social media can bring people together and then you can really foster a community that way. And, and I feel like our community is very unique. I mean, I'm not a part of a lot of communities, but I feel like we have very like-minded um, experiences and, and, and thought process. And I, I feel like that makes our community a lot stronger. There is still plenty more to come as the LCR Media Podcast with Naylor Taliaferro continues in just a moment. Hey guys, it's LCR. Most of you know that I love me some sunglasses, right? I've been trying these Toro Eyewear Polarized Sunglasses this winter. Polarized sunglasses get rid of glare from driveways, vehicles, water, snow, and anywhere there's normally blinding glare. This is amplified over the winter seasons while we're outside working. I'm no scientist, but you guys know what I'm talking about. The sun is always more blinding in the winter. Anyway, normally polarized sunglasses bother me, but not these. So if you want to give them a try and save 15%, use code LawnCareRookie by clicking the link in the show notes or going directly to their website, toroeyewear.com. Now that's Toro spelled T-O-R-O-E, eyewear. 
not like Toro the Mowing Company. It's Toro Eyewear. Again, that's T-O-R-O-E eyewear.com. So go ahead and check that out. Oh, and did I mention there's a lifetime replacement warranty? If you lose them or they get stolen, they replace them for real. So go ahead on their website and check it out. Again, that's toroeyewear.com. T-O-R-O-E eyewear.com. Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1,500 to 3,500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The ramp and dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwrack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's therampwrack.com and, of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the ramp rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. We have very like-minded um, experiences and, and, and thought process, and I feel like that makes our community a lot stronger. For There's sure. so many people watching and hopefully listening to this episode, and you know they're, they're just looking for inspiration or just you know that camaraderie, and, and they're just uh, being a part of something you know that's special and, and, and exciting for them, and that's why live events are, are so exciting for people to get together, like Jay and so on and so forth. and. These kind of events where we get together and collaborate are also awesome because we can get together and come up with creative new content and maybe we couldn't get together any other time because of, you know, different things going on with with uh, um, COVID and all that stuff. And so we're just doing whatever we can to to keep moving this community forward. But yeah. it's come so far, you know. It has. <laughs> like, and, and honestly, when it all comes down to it, we all just want the same things. We want to be successful. We want to provide for our families. And we have a common love for the outdoors and making things look better. And it's it's honestly, I tell Savannah all the time, I fell in love with lawn care and landscaping because it's instant gratification. Uh, I, I can remember jobs that I had in the past where like, you know, you work on something, work on something, two, three, four months, and then you get it done and it feels good, but I can have that every day, multiple times a day. There's nothing like pulling up to a lawn and you're like, you know, oh, that doesn't look as great as what it's about to look. And then you spend, you know, half an hour there, hour, whatever, and you leave and it's striped up, edged up, trimmed up, you know, cleaned off. And then, you know, you might even get a bonus at the end of the day when the customer comes home from work and they send you a text lawn looks perfect. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And you're really just, you're trading what your service is to save them time so that they can do what we just want to do. And that's hang out with your family and provide a life, you know? So it's, it's a trade-off, but uh, it's just at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of blue collar hard workers uh, that want the same thing. We want to provide for our families and we just happen to choose to do it outside. (laughs) Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I just wanted to transition into uh, your snow services. H- how long did you start um, snow? Like, was it right from the get-go or? 
So, no, I, I originally started working for a landscaping business back home called Goodfellas Landscaping and Lawn Care. Uh, Before new- you started Spencer Lawn Care? Correct. Yeah, I was a teenager, or not, I shouldn't say a teenager. I was like 18, just out of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Iraq War kicked off, and they were both uh, in the National Guard, both the owners, Nate and Elvis. Uh, they were friends of mine, and they both got sent overseas for, at those time periods, they were sending these guys for a year and a half, so 18 months. So they had to shut the business down. So I was out of work for that period. And then when they came back, I ended up going back to work for them again. And then I transitioned out to another job. And then I went back and I started just plowing for Elvis in the wintertime. Him and him and Nate, like I think Nate sold off maybe a part of his business or something uh, to Elvis. And so I started plowing for Elvis. And that's kind of where I learned to plow on everything. And then after I left there, had multiple jobs, you know, things I didn't really care for. And then I started Spencer Lawn Care probably maybe like four or five years later, maybe three. I don't remember. Uh, and then 2015, I first started dabbling back into it, which really the business wasn't ready for that side of it because snow removal is a very uh, expensive game to get into and uh, to play the game, I guess you could say. Uh, so we, we purchased the plow, Myers plow and everything. Uh, didn't really look into salt at that period. Uh, but it was expensive and we just weren't ready for that. At that point we were growing and we were having a really good year, but it just wasn't, we weren't to the point to, to really kick off snow removal and, you know, throw massive amounts of dollars at equipment that we just didn't have at that point. So I regressed and I sold off that equipment and uh, then 2017, uh, a couple of years later, I decided, you know, we we're burning through our savings from the summer and spring and right. fall uh, every winter. So we need to we need to do something here differently so we can continually make income throughout the year. So uh, we made the plan in 2018 to really launch that. So we set everything into place 2017, 2018. We we took the jump for that season, 2018 winter. And uh, we had a really great year, paid all the equipment off. It was uh, a finance. I paid half down and then financed the rest. And uh, so we paid everything off. I think it was like six grand. I still owed on it very quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then we were also in the salt game. So we started racking up salt bills, uh, which was fine and dandy because we were using it. And then, you know, we, we had a learning curve there too. You know, we're, you know, net thirties and all that, which we had before with lawn care but snow removal, you can get a lot of snow events within 30 days. So we had to restructure our contracts. Uh, so we started going to the first and the 15th of every month, they get billed for snow removal and they were all fine with that, you know, commercial lots and everything, zero tolerance lots. And, uh, it's really just to help us at the end of the day, because we go through so much salt. Uh, it's just a lot coming out of your pocket. Now, even where we're at till today, 2021, we're still small scale compared to a lot. I think this year we've went through 15 skids. Uh, we do do bag salt compared to bulk, which we'll be transitioning next year. Well, later this year, actually, into bulk. Uh, it's just time. We're, we're outgrowing the bags. And going through two to three skids per event, uh, it really it's a taxing on my shoulders and my back, honestly. And, you know, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> right. So, uh we've both decided, you know, it's time to pony up and get a V box and, you know, yeah. it's second truck. I'll probably keep the, bo- uh, the TGS 1100, the, the tailgate spreader. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just won't be utilized as our main. It'll be more as a backup. Right. Uh, if something would go down. What, what, what would you say is the, the, the main difference between when you first 
tried to get into back into snow plowing for Spencer Lawn Care and you said that you just realized it wasn't you, you weren't ready for it, the business wasn't ready for it, you sold the stuff and, and then you moved on a couple of years later or so and you went back into it. Well, what was the difference there? Why why did you do that? So the biggest difference, uh, I hopped into the snow removal in 15 for the simple fact we had a, a, a commercial company where they said, if you can't do the lawn care and the snow removal, we can't hire you. Right. So I'm like, well, this is a heck of a contract. I think we were talking like a $30,000, $33,000 contract for you know the whole thing. I, I told Savannah, I'm like, we have to. So I did. <laughs> and legitimately, I had the equipment. It was just not a real great year for snow removal. Oh, so it was what I ended up doing is I subcontract out at another company, uh, my buddy Kenny that I actually plowed for also on the side. Uh, so he would just go in, knock it out. They really didn't know a difference. Yeah. So, and, and a lot of times I was plowing for them anyway, so they would see me in and out of the truck. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a big deal. So yeah, yeah that was kind of it. And then ended up... Uh, uh, just telling like the the president or whatever, vice president, you know, like I introduced him to Kenny and everything. He was cool with it. They didn't care, uh, but it was kind of like I was making sure I locked that contract up. Right. Was there any lessons learned from that? I mean, it seems like obviously you're not, you can't control the weather, but was there any anything else that you learned from that? Yeah, there's, there's tons of things. Our businesses in general are a learning process every single day. And, you know, a lot of times the same mistakes that new guys and gals are making in the business we've all made them, you know, so naturally they have to make their own mistakes. Now we can, you know, curve them on a lot of things with our videos. Don't do this, don't do that, but they're still going to make their natural mistakes. Uh, I guess the biggest one for that was just, just knowing what I was getting myself into before I put the money up front. So, uh, the snow removal equipment that I had purchased that year was all used. Uh, snow removal equipment used is not generally, uh, the greatest thing. But like I said, I was in survival mode, you know, it yeah. was, it was, Hey, you know, to get this contract. And back then, you know, every contract really, really mattered. They all matter now still, but like, then it was like, we need this contract, right? you know, to take us to the next step. You know, it wasn't every single day, you know, going into 16, this is where we see that big jump that 2015 going into 16, that was a big account for us to land. And uh, believe it or not, I landed that account off a $1 sign that I made by hand. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And and I know it for a fact because whenever I went in and spoke with the woman, I I always ask new customers, where did you hear from us? You know, because, you know, you do all different kinds of things. Back then we were doing Craigslist and (laughs) Facebook posts and just anything that was cheaper for us to do. Uh, And I asked her and she said, oh, I saw your sign right up here. And it was literally a little neon sign that I made with stencils and marker and tape. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. See, that just goes to show you just like even with YouTube, you don't have to have a big fancy elaborate setup just to start off. You just need a camera phone and then just go for it. You know, even till this day, I shoot probably 70% of my videos with my cell phone. It's just convenient. Yeah, for sure. Well, and the technology is so good now on the phones anyway, you know, and, but (laughs) makes you wonder why you're sitting there staring at that like $2,000 camera. Like, yeah, really need that anymore. Yeah. We go back and forth, right? Like we like, oh, we need that. You know, we start with whatever and then we upgrade to the big whatever. And then we're like, oh, this is too much. Let me back down size. I'm all about the GoPro again. That that was like like my first upgraded camera. I went from my cell phone to a GoPro. So I get some action shots and then it became just like my everything camera. You got a little external mic and try and turn it into like an actual like vlogging camera. And 
and that just got so old and tired. And then I, then I finally got like a real quote unquote camera with the interchangeable lens and all that. I'm like, well, I'm a real YouTube guy now. <laughs> I've got a real camera. We've all know? been there. Yeah. You know, so I can get some nice quality audio and, and video and all that. And, and now I'm just kind of, I've got this bag of all kinds of stuff that comes in handy, but it's like, uh, now I'm like, I just got the newest GoPro, the Hero 9. Cause I'm like, man, this is sweet. They got the front facing screen now. This is perfect for vlogging. They, they, upgrade the audio gazillion times you know from like the three that i had to the nine the audio (laughs) is like light leaps and bounds better and they have a hyper smooth 3.0 you don't even need a gimbal anymore like it's just it's clutch like perfect perfect camera to get if you're just gonna start doing some you know youtube videos instagram whatever you just want to vlog whatever but anyway we're going down a different rabbit hole there but you know it's just it it all kind of it all kind of ties in just like you're saying with your business we we have to start somewhere we got to do what we got to do. You're in survival mode, you're learning, you're growing. And then, you know, you upgrade like, like you have, like you've done, you know? So, um, I appreciate, you know, everything that you've been sharing. I feel like the lights are going to be turned off again on (laughs) us here. It's got all kinds of interesting things going on here at the hype house, big, beautiful house, but we still can't figure out some things like how to keep the lights on and, and how to even turn some on and all, all that kind of stuff. But I appreciate you. It's getting late. Um, taking the time to sit down and have this, this podcast episode and share your story and go down memory lane and, and add a lot of value. So Thank you for that. Absolutely. But before we go, I got to pull out the pod decks. This is the uh, the new famous um, thing here that always gets everyone excited when they when they listen here. Oh boy, <laughs> he's shuffling them right now. Got to shuffle them. the cards because you know we got to get some good ones here. Got to shuffle them real good here. There we go. Yeah, it's crispy. <laughs> nice crispy, brand new cards. All right. Think oh. think here we go here we go oh i get to pick shuffled. it yeah yeah you pick them i, okay. I don't i don't want you to i'm think going it's straight to up. the middle there you go everyone goes in the middle yeah it's easy you know <laughs> closest to you and then you read it okay if you could if you could undo one moment in your life what would it be that's a new one Ooh, no one's picked that before man, undo one moment in my entire life what would it be oh man some stumpers. See, there's a yeah. lot of silly things in here, and you pulled out the serious one. Yeah. <laughs> one thing. Uh, now that one's almost too personal for me to answer. That's because fine. It, that's uh, that's a deep one. Yeah. It's uh more fort and family oriented. That yeah. you know, I would change that situation. Uh, but to keep it lighthearted, I, I mean, I guess just uh. Probably some of the financial things that I've purchased for the business would, you know, I wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't have purchased them, you know, or they didn't work out the way I thought, uh, you know, like one we talked about earlier, I, I purchased it, spent a lot of money on it. And, uh, at that time period, it was a huge amount of money and, uh, it, it didn't work out the way I was hoping. We had a lot of issues with it and stuff like that, but yeah, yeah I, I guess that would be, um, I mean, it says moment, so that really wouldn't be a moment. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know, man. That one kind of stoned me. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. That, that series. I was like looking for like what's your favorite food or yeah. something, and then well, it came out hard. <laughs> you could undo one moment in your entire life. What would it be? And that's that's a personal one. Like, yeah, it's there. I just I really don't want to talk about it. You yeah, know? and I I could totally appreciate that for sure. And you know, 
that that kind of reminds me of a question of like, you know, what, what, what's your biggest regret? Or if you had one thing you'd want to change in life. And I always respond to that question. Now I feel like this is like my, my second chance in life when I started my lawn care business, because I was going down a really bad path that I didn't want to be going down in retail management. I got really caught up in a lot of stuff and that life was crazy and I wasn't happy with who I was becoming. And the, you know, I was losing touch with my wife, my kids. It was just like a big mess. And I was, and it it was really bad. And, you know, it, 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 it ended pretty bad too. And then I just had to like, literally like, you know, start, start over, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I didn't lose my family and my wife, fortunately, but there's a lot of regretful things. But now I say that if I didn't have, if I didn't go through those things, I wouldn't be sitting here right now talking to you. Absolutely. And as painful as some of like, like literally as painful as some of these things in my life were, I feel you. It, it, it sucks, but it's, it makes us who we are. Absolutely. It's really unfortunate, but it makes us who we are. So, it, you know, um, there's a saying character is like a photograph. It develops in darkness. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, I just want to just want to throw that out there, you know, from friend to friend, peer to peer, mentor to, to, you know, I see you as a mentor as well to me in a lot of ways. So I just wanted to offer that. Yeah. I remember seeing a meme here recently and it it hit kind of hard and it said, uh, you know, don't pray to have an easy life, pray to have a life that you can endure the tough times and persevere, continue moving forward and that you just have that strength because, you know, not everybody has that. And, right. uh, you can, you can, it was something different, but yeah. you get the concept there, you know, don't you, we would all love the easy road, right? you know, but that's just not life. Life's going to beat the junk out of you every day. And <laughs> right. if you let it, it can, uh, it can grind you down into dust. But, right. Well, let's, let's get another card. <laughs> I'm not going to the middle. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get another card before the lights <laughs> go out again. You can okay. read it. Hopefully we'll get another, uh, we'll get a lighthearted one here. <laughs> okay, so what would be your best day ever? Wow, that's like the complete opposite yeah. now. There you go. Yeah, best day ever, man. Uh wake up in the morning, get the kids, the family in the car and just hit the road to somewhere that we have no idea what we're doing. Uh the weather's great, the windows are down, kids are laughing, family's having a good time and we're just heading to a beach, uh just a car ride, uh you know, going on a hike. Uh, just anything like that, you know, getting them outdoors and, uh, just really enjoying family time because, you know, they're only, they're only going to be little kids for so long. And, uh, I look now and I'm like, man, my daughter's 12. My son's eight. Like, man, where did 12 years go? I I can remember holding my daughter the day she was born and (laughs) they, they handed her to me and they're like, Hey Sean, we broke her shoulder when she was delivered. Oh, and I'm like, what? Like, I'm like thinking here, am I punching this doctor in the face? Yeah. But they're like, look babies heal so quickly. She, you won't even know it. We just had to keep her arm and her shoulder inside of her shirt. We couldn't put it through the hole of the shirt for her arm. Uh, but yeah, just wow. 12 years later, just boom. Like it's been, like you said, it's yeah. been a roller coaster and I, I wouldn't trade anything, uh, personal wise, uh, maybe a few moments throughout there. 2020, uh, was pretty rough, but just, uh, that more personal side of things. Right. But other than that, man, yeah, just getting a family in a car and heading somewhere just with no pre-planned anything, just completely winging it. And the uh, road. Yeah. Me, you can ask Savannah, like I tell her all the time, I'm going to try to get lost. 
Like literally I'll get in a car and I'll just drive and I'll try to get lost. I don't need GPS. And sometimes it happens. Sometimes it don't, but, uh, you just see new things and, uh, you know, just outside of your norm, I guess you could say. So yeah, that's, that's my perfect day. Now, obviously we'd all be like, Oh, we'd be in Hawaii or on the beach, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, I think more realistic on an everyday yeah. scenario. Well, uh, clearly you're a family man. And, and, uh, Thank you for, for offering that, that honest, uh, sharing those honest feelings. And I think we should end it on that high note. I think we should choose one more because I feel like I ripped them off on the first one. So let's try to do <laughs> okay. like a round robin, like a All real right. quick one real All quick. All right. Let's see. I, I want to get my third card in here too. Let's <laughs> come on. What's one bad habit you're trying to get rid of? Honestly, I can answer that one really quickly. I shared with you before we started this, I'm a workaholic. That's right. I inherited that from my dad and, uh, that's a hard thing to get rid of whenever you're trying to be successful and leave something behind for your family and something they can be proud of. And you can be proud of when you get old and look back and say, you know what? I capitalized on everything. Uh, so yeah, I, I guess mine is allowing, allowing myself to say no mm-hmm. and not taking on more and more because I'm, I'm that kind of person. Like I can have a full, deck and literally i'll be like you know what we can take on a couple more we can fit it in there and it's yeah. just it you gotta, bites you yeah you got to realize uh, enough's enough sometimes and less is better and less is more sometimes so i can you know anybody can take on an extra lawn and make 50 60 bucks but is it worth it if you're missing out on a half an hour of your kids practice right exactly. there's a there's a trade-off there exactly. so and, and time time you don't get back so exactly. it's learning that as I grow older, you know, 36 now, I think 36, 37, somewhere around there. But uh, yeah, you, you know, you're getting old when you got to start yeah. thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. As, as I age, yeah, the time is invaluable. Awesome. Well, thanks, Sean, for being a part of the LCR Media Podcast. I've been wanting to talk, I've been, I wanted to go out there to Ohio and do a Get to Know the Pro episode and... <laughs> COVID is a thing. So, and then I just started trying to get back out and do some stuff, but it was very, very limited the traveling. I was trying to piggyback with, with, uh, Paul and everything. And I definitely want to get out there, um, so, soon, sooner than later so that I can actually see your setup and all that and just, you know, hang out with you some more. And, um, but in the meantime, we have this awesome podcast episode. So, Absolutely. So thanks, Sean. I appreciate it. I mean, it doesn't get much better. It's like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we're sitting out on a balcony in Florida. I, I, right now, you're not sitting outside in Ohio. So. No, you're sure not. Or Virginia. Or <laughs> yeah. maybe Atlanta with a jacket on. So, yeah. But this is, this is, this is where it. it is. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, let's go get some sleep and, and hit the ground running again tomorrow. Thanks so much for having us on. Or having me on. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Hey guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. Mr. Producer here. And if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR media network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. 
Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.